Philippians, the lesson for this evening is Philippians chapter 2, verse 3. Do nothing from selfishness or empty conceit, but with humility of mind regard one another as more important than yourself. be singing um, for um, number 853, God is so good. Um, we'll sing all four verses. God is so number 238 in Christ alone um, we'll sing all four verses in Christ alone my hope is found he is my love my strength my song this cornerstone this solid
70 step by step we'll sing um, all verses oh God you are my God and I Thank you for this wonderful day. Bless with. Thank you for letting us all be here tonight as a congregation. Lord, I ask you to watch over the people that can't be here tonight. Lord, watch over our military. Um, Lord, watch over the people that don't have the strength to be here tonight with us. Tonight, Lord, watch over George and Colin as they deliver empowering lessons to us, Lord. Help us gain something from here tonight, Lord, and help us grow spiritually. In Jesus Christ's name, I pray. Amen. Our next song this evening will be number 438, My Hope is Built on Nothing Less. My hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness. I dare not trust the sweetest rain, but wholly lean on Jesus' name. On Christ the solid. 
for the water. As the deer panted for the water, so my soul longeth using a hymnal this evening, the invitation song will be number 763. For our, our next song tonight, we'll be singing number 950, Lamb of God. 
Your only Son, O sin too high, but you have sent Him from your side to walk upon this guilty side and to become the Lamb of God. O Lamb of God, sweet Lamb. So Matt Damon and Ben Affleck, Courtney Cox and Jennifer Aniston, Roger Federer and Rafael Nadal, Woody and Buzz Lightyear, and easily one of the most famous ones, Selena Gomez and Taylor Swift. What do all of these have in common? It's their friendship. Friendship is an important part of our lives. We have special bonds with friends. Sometimes we're even closer to them than our own families. We spend more time with them than anyone else. We share secrets and goals, and they know us better than anyone else. Friendship is based on honesty, trust, unselfishness, and loyalty. French friends know that they can confide in one another. Our friends are those whom we know we can depend on. Because of these special relationships and how much it influences us, it's very important that we are careful about who our friends are. The Bible provides several examples and also gives us an example to look at important traits needed in a strong Christian friendship. An easy and early example found in scripture is Jonathan and David. At the end of the famous story of David taking down Goliath in 1 Samuel 17, 
Saul's servant, Abner, brought David to him so Saul could learn more about the boy. At the beginning of chapter 18, we read, The soul of Jonathan was knit to the soul of David, and Jonathan loved him as his own soul. Using the words knit to describe how tightly they were connected is not a mistake. It is used on purpose to let the readers know that these two had a very tight bond. Verses 3 and 4 tell us that Jonathan made a covenant with David because he loved because he loved him as his own soul, and that Jonathan gave David his own robe, armor, and sword. Over the rest of the chapter and into chapter 19, we read about Saul become jealous of David's success and how Saul tried to kill David. Jonathan, though, stood by his friend and stood up to his father, Saul, to defend him, but it didn't work. Time and time again, Jonathan warned David to help keep him safe. Even when his father, Saul, became angry with him, Jonathan had several opportunities to turn David in or not to interfere with what Saul was trying to do. But he stayed true to his covenant with David, his friend. As we turn to the New Testament, we find many different references to friendship, but one that comes to mind first from, is from Jesus himself in John 15. In verse 12, he commands us to love one another as he loved us. Then in verse 15, 13, he says that a greater, that greater love has no one than this, that someone lay down his life for his friends. If, you, if you're like me and you don't like being told what to do, but you don't like being told what to do, but when you see the person actually following the instructions they're giving you, it's a bit easier. In this case, we have the example of Jesus loving us so much that he gave his life for us. His example sets the high standard for the selflessness and sacrificial nature of what true friendship should look like. For us, that sacrifice can be a lot of things, whether it's giving up time someone that needs to talk or helping others that might have, that might be having a difficult time providing for their families. We probably won't have to face this decision of giving our physical life so one of our friends can live, but we should love them so much that we would be willing to. Also, in John 15, verse 14, Jesus says that we are his friends if we do what he commands. In the next verse, he explains that we would no longer be called servants because a servant doesn't know what his master is doing, and he has shared everything with us that he has heard from his father, Jesus loves and cares for us so much that he allows us to know his plan. Instead of putting himself above others, he relates himself to them, helping bridge the trust between Jesus and the disciples. We can show our love for our friends by being open and sharing with them, by trusting them and not blocking them out. For us, having accountability partners comes in handy when you are working towards a goal like losing weight or trying to train for something like running a marathon. As hard as it might be to open up, it has proven to be a helpful way to work toward a goal. We can grow stronger in friendships with each other by having a similar mindset to Jesus and sharing with them. We see in the example of David and Jonathan that a friendship is a journey. Over time, you will experience new challenges, and those, bring up, and those will bring ups and downs into the relationship. Just like in the New Testament, when we see that the disciples, despite all of their flaws, remain true and dedicated towards Jesus. Through the, this friendship, they grew and transformed into better, stronger people. Friends have always, ha always have your back. Proverbs 17, 17 says, A friend loves at all times, and a brother is born for adversity. Both friends and family are needed for support and encouragement, especially in hard times. In times of trouble, you know who your real friends are because they stand by you. Another proverb in, ch in chapter 18, verse 24 says, There is a friend who sticks closer than a brother. True friends stick with you through thick and thin, the bond in such a friendship is as strong as kinship. Friends are like friends like these are our family.
Another example of friendship is found in the parable of the Good Samaritan. This morning, Kyle talked about how the Samaritan man showed mercy to the traveler who was beaten and robbed and left for dead. Kyle pointed out at the end of the story, Jesus has who proved to be a neighbor to the man. And the answer was the one who did something. The priest and the Levite could have felt bad about the situation the traveler found himself in, but the Samaritan did something about it by caring for him and making sure he had, he had what he needed to heal. The Samaritan showed mercy because he took action. We will have times to show mercy in our, in our friendships, and that means we won't just sit by when our friends need help. We will do something. We will look out for each other and take care of each other when the time comes. These examples of friendship throughout the New Testament are not just to show the friendships in the Bible. It is to show and help all of you apply these traits that the Bible talks about and are important in your lives when you're making friends. It also helps you become a better friend to one another and becoming someone who embodies these values that we can find in scripture. Just as the disciples' friendships with Jesus changed the world, our friendships have the power to spread the, spread the word and positively influence everyone around us. Good evening, everybody. Hope y'all are doing well, and uh, I'd like to thank y'all for being here, and I'd uh, like to take a second to thank the elders uh, for allowing this opportunity for us young men to come and uh, serve God this evening. Uh, this evening, I'd like to talk to y'all about pride. Pride to all of us, we can all find a common definition we can all agree on as an excessive or inflated sense of one's own self-importance, abilities, and accomplishments. As Americans, there's a lot of accomplishments we have under our belts, and freedoms we're grateful for, but I believe our country's pride is best revealed through college football. I am no exception to this and struggle dearly due to the fact I'm a Georgia Bulldogs fan since the day I was born. And it isn't the fact that Georgia hasn't almost lost a game in two years that makes my pride a struggle for me. It's the destructive nature of it. To see the true nature of pride and its destructiveness, we must know its origins. Now, if y'all will turn with me to Isaiah chapter 14, and verse 12. So Isaiah 14, verse 12. How you are fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning. How you are cut down to the ground, you who weaken the nations. For you have said in your heart, I will ascend into heaven. I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. I will also sit on the mount of the congregation on the farthest sides of the north. I will ascend above the heights of the clouds. I will be like the Most High. Yet you shall be brought down to Sheol, to the lowest depths of the pit. Here we see Lucifer's fall from heaven, and as he tries to exalt himself above God and take the glory away from him for himself, it's not the actions of Lucifer I think we can so clearly relate to. I don't believe any of us are actively trying to exalt ourselves over God, but the pride within Lucifer he had filled himself with I think we should be able to relate to. See, he filled himself full of his arrogance and his self-centeredness and, most importantly, a blatant disregard for God's will, all characteristics you find in the Bible of pride. As I said, pride had a destructive nature, and the worst part of it, as we just saw, is the distancing from God. And from the distance we sow it will hinder our ability to submit to God's will. Now, if you turn with me to James chapter 4, verse 6. It's James chapter 4, verse 6. But he gives more grace, therefore he says, God resists the proud, but gives grace to the humble. 
Here we see God's resent the proud and how he will distance ourselves from him and the problems that come with it, as we see in Proverbs 16, verse 5. Everyone proud in the heart is an abomination to the Lord. Though they join forces, none will go unpunished. Pride is so destructive, we see that, we see that it will prevent us from seeking God's forgiveness and grace even. Our call as Christians is not to be prideful and sinful, but to be humble, and there's just no better example of humility than Christ Jesus himself. If you turn with me to Philippians 2, starting in verse 5. Well, this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God, did not consider it robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation, and taking the form of a bondservant, and coming in the likeness of men. And being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself, and became obedient to the point of death, even the death of the cross. Here we see a perfect Christ with no sin, the very Son of God, come down to earth and die for our sin. I see it as the supreme act of humility. As disciples of Christ we are, we sometimes forget and don't embrace the humility that our very Savior came and died on the cross and let our pride instead fill us and not recognize the need we have for God's grace and guidance. What we must do now as Christians is to turn to God, and we've been instructed to do so in James 4, verse 10. Humble yourselves in the sight of the Lord, and he will lift you up. See, we must concede ourselves and humbly acknowledge our weaknesses and shortcomings before God. We know we're human, and we will never know what it's like not to sin. This is why it's most importantly that we cannot let our pride build us up into thinking we're just too good, too great, and we need to humble ourselves and admit our faults, because we know and God knows what will happen, as it says in Proverbs 16, verse 18. Pride goes before destruction and a hefty spirit before a fall. Maybe you're here tonight, a disciple in Christ, who has forgotten the need of God's grace and guidance, and has let them fill themselves with their own pride, or maybe you're not a disciple of Christ here tonight, and you haven't put on the name in baptism, and you have let your pride guide your life this far, and maybe you need to humble yourself and let God's grace and guidance take over. Wherever you are tonight, we invite you to come as we stand and sing. Why King Jesus waiting, waiting?
be seated. If you have had a chance to partake of the Lord's Supper, it has been prepared for you in the back as you exit while we sing this song. We'll sing, Why Did My Savior Come to Earth? We'll sing the first verse. <laughs> Why did my Savior come to earth? sing the first, second, and fourth verses. <clears throat> Let's sing. There's a call come ringing o'er the restless way. Send the light, send the light. There are souls to rescue, there are souls to save. Send the light, send the light, send the light. Blessing gospel light, let it shine from shore to shore. Send the light, the blessing gospel light, let it shine forevermore. We have heard the Macedonian call today. Send the in prayer together. Our God and Father, we are so thankful 
that you have given us the opportunity to praise your name in song and to be here to worship you and to, to study your word. It's a beautiful thing that you have given us scripture, given us the ability to open it and see all that we need to know about you. You did not have to give us that, but you have. And for that, we are thankful. We praise you for that. Father, we ask that you please give us strength this week. Um, we are about to go back out into the world and be faced with temptations constantly. Uh, it feels like we are being attacked from every direction so often. Um, and Lord, we ask that you please help us to resist those temptations, to run towards you, in every way, Lord, we ask that you please give us the wisdom to battle those temptations, to stay away from them. Lord, we ask that you please bless us in our relationships with friends. We ask that you please allow our relationships and the friendships that we have to be friendships that glorify you. We ask that you please allow those friendships um, with those who aren't Christians to, to be opportunities to show those individuals your grace and your love and who you are. Lord, with those who are uh, our Christian friends, we ask that you please help us to build each other up in good works constantly, to constantly push each other towards serving you. And if there are those of us uh, who have friends in this room who, who are falling away from you right now, please help us to, to grab them and, and turn them back in your direction. Lord, I ask that you please be with us um, as we struggle, as we struggle with, with arrogance and pride and the, the, the realization that so many of us constantly think that we are correct, constantly think that we are the ones who are doing it right. Lord, I ask that you please help us to have confidence in you and not in ourselves, but know that you give us all good things. And anytime there's anything good, we ask that you please help us to give you the glory for it. Please help us to humble ourselves constantly, to never think of ourselves as higher than anyone else, but to constantly look at ourselves as people who are in the same, the same level as everyone else. We ask that you please give us grace when we are arrogant. Lord, as we leave here tonight, we ask that you please give us safety. Um, safety to get back to our homes, Lord, and, and as we go throughout our life on earth, Lord, we ask that you please help our life on earth to, to be for one reason and for that reason to be to glorify you. We are so excited. Uh, if we are not to continue in life, to get to be with you forever, to be in your presence for the rest of time, we look forward to that day together, Father. It's in the name of Jesus we pray. Amen.